Welcome back to the Bleach and Bothered podcast. My name is Layla Halbert and I'm your hostess with the mostess. And I'm Eliane Halbert, but you can call me Mama Halbert. Yes, crushed it. (laughs) (laughs) How's that for a new intro? Not very spicy, but I like it. What about where the duel that he never had? Yay, save it. We'll save it for next time. Don't share all my okay, jokes on the first okay. night. Oy we got to save some of the jokes for when I'm feeling dry. You know? Okay, I have some stories to Wait, tell. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Take it easy. Okay. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the show. Uh, we have a few new followers on the podcast Instagram. I'm not sure if they are listening to this episode, but if they are, hello. Nice to meet you, sort of. Uh, And if you are a faithful listener, as always, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for supporting the show. If you have not gone on Apple Podcasts yet and left a review or a rating or both, please do that. Share the podcast with your friends if you are not an Apple user and you can't leave a review. And buy some merch. I still have, let's see, six sweatshirts and like 12 t-shirts left. So uh, buy some merch so that I can get some new designs going. Maybe if people care, I don't know, maybe I'll just sell out and then not sell merch anymore. Anyway, that's all of our housekeeping. Okay, now Mama Halbert has something that she desperately wants to share with everybody. Okay, so (laughs) if you know me, I'm like addicted to reality TV. I just, the trashier, the better. Everyone who's here is in the same boat. Let's be honest. Well, except for Jersey Shore. I never got into that. Okay, well. I came after that. But anyway, I love all the reality shows. Like Nine Day Fiance. Actually, you don't like all of them because we we actually have pretty different tastes in our trashy TV. Yeah. Some shows are the same, but like I don't watch 90 Day Fiance at all. Okay, I love 90 Day but Fiance. But I watch like all the MTV shows like The Challenge and The oh, Real World Oh yeah, stuff. I'm not into those. Are You The One? You like Are You The One? Yeah, that was cool. Anyway. Anyway, I mean, Nine Day Fiance is like the gateway <laughs> to reality TV show. If you don't want to be addicted, do not watch that. But... I was downstairs and we were just checking out the series called Cheapskate. Oh my. Is it on TLC? God, yes. It's all things TLC. I'm scared. You're like, oh, it's my show. I start watching thinking, yeah, I'm not going to get into this. And oh, it is so good and so gross. I mean. What's, I, gross, what's gross about I'm it? I'm a little bit of a cheapskate. I can say like I'm a little frugal. You know, like if I go out to eat in a, in a restaurant, typically I don't want to order alcohol. I mean, I'm not a big alcohol drinker, drinker anyway, but I just feel like, I mean, I'm going to pay so much money for a little beer and I can buy probably 12 for the same price at the store. So it doesn't make sense to me. Can't relate. I mean, the food, <laughs> the food is different because, you know, cooking that food takes a lot of work. I'm not going to go anywhere and buy that food. But drinking right. is or just like, like when you go out to a restaurant, you're not going to order food that you could easily make yourself at home. Exactly. But drinks, I just think it's obscene. But like I said, I'm not obscene. much of a drinker. <laughs> and I usually won't order drink or even dessert. That's as far as I go as being a cheapskate. But I will enjoy a nice meal. This show, what the people do in this show, it's just like insane. This girl, I mean, first of all, this guy in New York City taking a girl on a date in New York City. He goes to a Mexican restaurant. 
You know how they bring the tortillas and the salsa, the chips? He eats the chips and the salsa and then go, okay, let's go. So he doesn't have to pay for a meal. That's rude. I bet, you, I bet girl, you there's a lot of people who probably this do that. This other girl goes to get waxed and she said, I'm going to save money. Oh, no. She brings her own wax. Oh, no, 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 no. Strips. Oh, no, then, no, no, no. No, it's not over yet. Then she asks if she can get a discount for pain. A then, discount for what? Like every time it hurts her, she goes, ow, can I get a discount for pain? Okay, so the girl is a already... A discount for pain? You're the, getting waxed. Wait, of course it's going to be painful. So the girl is already looking at her like she's insane. So this is a full service salon, and she went there to get waxed and to get her extensions done. Oh, hell no. So right off the oh, bat, hell no. she brings her extensions with her. No. Then the, the, the lady goes, oh, I don't think those are be enough. She goes, well, do you have any hair that you're just going to throw away anyway? And she's like, well, yeah, we have a hair that we've taken out of clients. We're going to throw away. She goes, oh, I'll just take that. She goes, uh, I'll have to call my manager. <laughs> so the manager's like, um, that's not sanitary. We can't Why? do that. And she's like, she's like, oh, it's okay. I'll take my chances. I don't mind. She goes, no, we can't do that. Why would some, uh, why would people like this agree to be on a TV show? Wait, there's more. The same person goes into a secondhand store like Value Village, Salvation Army, those places. She is buying lingerie. Like lingerie. Is that how you say it? Lingerie. Lingerie. And she's trying it on. She picks up this underwear. She goes, oh, this is kind of crusty. And she's trying it on. It's crusty? Walking. And she tried it on anyway? She walked. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I have questions. Was it crusty before she tried it on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is used. <laughs> so, so she goes in the, the dressing fuck? room. She's She's trying. This is, this is kind of crusty. Let me try it on. <laughs> She's trying used underwear. She comes out of the dressing room. Why was there crusty underwear there in the first place? I have so many questions. <laughs> wait, she because they're used. They don't care. They just put. They wait. Like she was in like a thrift a, store. Yeah, thrift store. Oh, There's okay. A donation. I, thought, I thought she was at like. Of actual like no. the store in the mall or something. I'm no, like, no, why no, the no. fuck do and they have crusty panties on the show? <laughs> She's trying underwear at a thrift store. She doesn't know where it's been, so she comes out of the dressing room with the I want to cry <laughs> with the used lingerie and the underwears. They cost two ninety nine. <laughs> For the whole outfit. <laughs> She's walking around the store. <laughs> Getting it more crusty. And there's the owner or the manager of the store. She asks him for a discount. <laughs> because it will save her Oh my god. It's just like. She's like, these underwear gave me a yeast infection. Can I just have them? <laughs> she goes, this will spice up my marriage. And I'm like, oh, it's going to spice. Oh, it's gonna spice it up nice and spicy down there her husband her husband takes a little licky lick why is it spicy the same lady she walks in her house and she's like suddenly i ran out of breast milk her kid is three years old it's not suddenly you had three years of breast milk the 
it's a record. So she's taking. Well, I don't. I don't think it's a record. But... Okay, she's taking free breast milk from her friends, so she doesn't have to buy, buy milk for her preschooler. That's horrific. Yeah, no, there's more. You look on her wall. I'm like, wait, which which show are we recapping right same. now? You thought you came for a bachelor recap. Surprise, okay, bitches! This bitch has a changing table. <laughs> the table. I can't even say it. Okay, she has a changing table duct taped to her wall. To her wall? That she got it from a gas station that was shutting down. Oh, like one of those ones that flops open? Yes. I mean, that can be sanitized. That's not a terrible idea. Layla. What? The changing table is falling apart. Then we're going to throw it away and she duct taped to her wall. I'm that just one, like, That one I'll give a pass. Oh. But the crusty lingerie <laughs> and the dine and dash before you even have anything to pay they for. hair extensions. Well, I mean, people have... Uh, that, one, that one doesn't bother me as much. I mean, it's pretty bad, but... Asking for a discount for pain when you're getting waxed. I'm like, don't get waxed then. No, she told the lady, oh, can I have $30 off since I brought my own wax and strips? And the girl's like, well, this is a $65 service. Oh, I, I mean, this isn't the same thing, but I've had people come. I hope she's not listening to this, but I've had people come in to the salon and they sell that, uh, direct sales product the monet or monate or whatever the fuck it's like this shampoo or whatever that people sell and i'm sure everyone probably knows what i'm talking about but she came she's like oh um do you i brought my own products do you think you could use them and i was like i guess sure i'm like whatever it's not worth a fight i'm like whatever so i do and then the next day we follow each other on social media. The next day, she's posting on her Instagram stories about how she got her hair done. And the only product I didn't use that she brought was like a blow dry cream um, that I had. And I was like, oh, do you want me to use? I was about to put it on her hair. And she's, I was like, oh, do you have something you want me to use? She's like, oh, no, it's fine. I was like, OK, cool. So I do. And then she gets on her Instagram stories the next day and is talking about, yeah, so I got my hair done yesterday and I brought in my products and um, my stylist ended up using uh, blow dry cream from the product line that they carry there. And I just like really noticed a difference in my hair. It just feels really bad. And oh da, 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 da. My and like basically, you know, she's trying to sell her <laughs> products. Right. But I was just like, Girl, that's not okay. I follow you on Instagram. I see what you're posting. And then she messages me. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I like before I didn't even say anything to her. And she messages me and she goes, oh, like, I hope I didn't hurt your feelings. Da, 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 da. Like, it's nothing against you. You know, I was just like. So she uh, brought her own products so she could advertise it later because she sells them too. Yeah, which I guess is not the same okay, as, as, I, as being a cheapskate, but like, I don't I know. It just reminded on, me of I that. I just watched half an hour of the show. I mean, I'm just like, I, d- I haven't even got into it. Okay. Um, I could go on forever, but can I just tell one on, more sound thing? Hold off, on. Sound off in the reviews with five stars. Should we recap this show that we're talking oh, about? We have to. <laughs> This lady, she is blowing up a damn mattress with her. <laughs> oh <laughs> I no! I can't even say with her mouth to save on electricity. That's not safe. <laughs> <laughs> That's not 
safe. Double size air mattress. I would hate the whole, to know. The hole on the mattress. Is as big as Trey Song's dick <laughs> that I just saw his leaked sex tape of. That's huge. Oh my goodness. And I'm like, how much electricity are you going to save? Also, can you imagine what it's going to smell like when she lets the air out? Ooh. Oh, she uses, she has a little plant. A mint plant that she uses instead of brushing her teeth and gum. She rubbed a little lint. I'm like, okay, lady, you're saving, what, $10 a year on toothpaste? It's insane. I'm telling you, we got to watch the show. I'm scared. <laughs> I like you describing it better. How about this? Now, when we do our Bachelor recaps, we can spend the first few minutes and you can tell us about what you watched on this other show. I mean, I can't. Because I we're even. almost 15 minutes in right now and we haven't even gotten to anything better. And I'm telling you, I, I literally watched like maybe 20 minutes of the show and I'm already like, People what? are so wild. I, I just, I have to know, like, is this real or are people just like taking no. it to another level because they know they're going to be on a show that they're no, probably getting paid for? people were real. Like, they were real. I know, but like... What I'm saying is, are they taking it up a notch? You know what I'm saying? I don't like, think so. This was just too real. They, 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 I mean, yeah, sometimes you can tell. But this was just like, I I don't know. I'm scared. It's good, though. I'm definitely going to watch it. I don't even know how many seasons I, there is. I, already. Hate, I cannot stand cheap people. Like, frugal is one thing. Like, if you, you know, watch your money and you, like, you don't, you know, you have budgets and whatever, that's fine. But people, like, yeah, people who try to hey, get discounts at every turn. You want to go buy a lingerie in a thrift store? Fine. Sure. But bring it home and wash it before you put it on your ta-ta. Because you don't know where it's been. Your tata, those are boobies. Your, you know. Your vagina. Your, your vagina. Your vulva. <laughs> that. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that's nasty. And it was funny because when her husband gets home, she goes, oh, we have a hot day. Oh, hell no. And he was looking Mm-mm. at her like, should I be excited or scared? <laughs> scared. Definitely scared. scared. Run. You should definitely be scared. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I my can't. God is right. Okay, well, do you have a bothered thing to share? No, I shared enough already. You don't have a bothered thing? You said you did earlier. No, I was just joking around. Okay. Because Linux has been making us make this dinosaur, I mean, this dragon voice. Oh, so let me tell the story. <laughs> so my son Lennox, he's almost three. Um, my sister got him this little stuffed animal dragon because he's like dragon and dinosaurs everything right now he's obsessed and the other morning he was wanting to play and i was just tired and i didn't feel like getting on the floor and playing with his cars say what you want about me um and so i was holding his dragon and i just started pretending to talk to him like it was the dragon talking, like doing a voice and whatever, kind of like a puppet, right? Well, he, it was a hit. He loved it and he continued to make me do it for like an hour. And so now that's his favorite thing. He, and it's not only the dragon anymore, it's pretty much and any toy he hands to you and says, make it talk to me. You have to make up a new voice <laughs> and you have to make it talk to him. That's and, the only way you can talk to him all day today. It's very cute, but it gets a li- it's exhausting. I'm like, I, I, I can only have so many voices I can come up with. I'm not a professional. 
I know. <laughs> so I was joking around and she said, do you have a bother thing? I said, yes, this is bothering me right now. <laughs> oh, that was the joke. Yeah, was joke. I didn't get it the first time, but now I get it. But we have lots to talk tonight. That was a great bachelor okay, night. Well, oh, my, my, goodness. my bothered thing this week actually does have to do with the show this week. Uh, and that is... I mean, specifically Victoria, but also in general, when people overuse the word literally. And I know that sometimes most people will use the word literally in order to make something sound more dramatic, like... like, I don't, I can't even think of, of an example right now, but Victoria, everything that comes out, of, literally, I'm going to die if I get sent home. I'm like, okay, you're literally, not. Literally, you're not. And I'm just like, okay, say it once for dramatic effect, but when it's everything is literally this, literally that, I'm like, literally, it's not. You're, you don't know the def- the definition of that word. It's very irritating. Yes. You guys feel me on that one? That's a good one. Um, And I I can just imagine somebody listening to this and it's like, well, we hate how many times you say like in an episode. And I'm like, well, fuck you. Just kidding. Yes. I'm working I on it. I hate that too. So it's fuck hard. Me. It's, <laughs> it's really hard because I have to be so no, it's conscious of yeah. it. I try. I hope I've gotten better over the last year and a half that I've been doing this podcast that I love the most about the bachelor this season Matt he can have a whole conversation without saying like and I just Mm, love it are you sure about that yes I'm sure I've been well now I'm gonna be hyper aware of it whenever (laughs) we watch the show it's Um, very refreshing so this week we we kind of I wouldn't say it was a cold open like what they've been doing the last few weeks. It was more like a, it seemed like a, you know, when they go this week on The Bachelor or whatever, it kind of seemed like one of those instead of just the the cold open with like no context and you see, you know, a scene from a middle of a one-on-one date or whatever. Um, I guess technically it sort of was a cold open, but it didn't feel like it to me. So I don't count it. But we basically just see a little preview of Victoria, like, losing her mind, um, which then we see the full the full uh, scene shortly after that. But after that, the episode starts with Victoria and Kit walking outside on some path. And they're basically, well, Kit isn't really, but mostly Victoria is talking shit about the newer girls that have come on the show. She's calling everybody disgusting, which I think is uncalled for. Um, She needs to learn some new adjectives. I'm like... It's just projection. Oh my God, they're so disgusting. I'm like... She's projecting what she feels about herself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably. Uh... So we see that whole scene, nothing really more to report other than she's just talking shit. And like, it's hard to tell, like, it doesn't really seem like Kit is going along with it fully. Like, she's not really participating in what Victoria is saying, but she's also not telling her to stop. So I don't really know, like, what the situation there is, if they're friends or if they're just, if, if Kit is just indifferent about Victoria, I don't know, but that was just weird to me. Um, 
And then we kind of see some shots of the girls like half the girls are dressed for the rose ceremony and half of them are getting ready and like some of them are already fully dressed some of them are still in their pajamas it was kind of weird and we see mj and anna talking and they're talking about the whole um situation of anna telling everyone that britney one of the new girls was possibly an escort or entertaining men for money or whatever and Anna's like, yeah, we're fine. Like, I'm over it. I apologize, blah, blah, blah. And MJ starts kind of hyping her up a little bit, saying she did the right thing by calling her out. I was like, what? So this is, we kind of, I feel like we've kind of been getting little hints of of MJ being a snake in the grass a little bit. And now obviously like this episode was definitely a huge focus on MJ being villainous. Yeah. MJ definitely. She's sneaky. She's very sneaky, but she's very cunning and I don't like her. I don't like her attitude at all. No, we'll get to that there. She got a lot of airtime this episode. So um, we will, we will surely get to that. So it's time for the rose ceremony. Um, we're seeing some, you know, little side conversations happening all over the place. And uh, Matt comes into the room. And if we remember from last week's episode, they left us on kind of a cliffhanger of Katie going outside and talking to Matt. He was doing a production interview or something. And she goes outside and she says, listen, the vibe in the house is not good. It's a toxic environment. You know, maybe you could address it in front of all of the girls. And, you know, she doesn't drop names. She doesn't throw anybody under the bus, but she just says, maybe you could address it, you know, whatever. So that's where we left off last week. So then Matt comes in uh, to start the cocktail party or what was supposed to be the cocktail party anyway. And... He basically addresses the house and says, you know, it's been brought to my attention that there's been some bullying going on and that the environment in the house is toxic or whatever he said. And he goes, if you're belittling other people in order to shine, those are not the qualities I'm looking for in a wife. And you see the camera go onto the faces of all the guilty bitches, Anna, Victoria and MJ and Anna. Anna, what I appreciate about Anna is that you don't have to guess what that girl is thinking because it's all over her face. Yes. So I'll give her that. She's she's easy to read. Um, so she's shitting. She knows it's like talking about her. Of course. Yeah. Well, she, I, mean, I think she was she, thinking, okay, who told him? She doesn't know. She doesn't yeah. know until this happens when Matt asks Brittany first to go talk and then she's like oh shit it's about me yeah um so Matt pulls Brittany aside to go talk and then all the girls immediately are like well who do you think told him da 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 and Katie's just sitting there tight-lipped not saying a word I was like she's like I'm not saying anything like yeah so they're all talking amongst each other and then and then people are going, oh, like, what what could he t- be talking about? Like, the house isn't toxic, da, 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 da. And all the new girls are, like, looking at each other. Well, the ones that are left, they're all looking at each other like, uh, are you bitches crazy? Like, you guys have been so mean to us. So 
Brittany's talking to Matt and she's, you know, talking to him. She's crying and telling him that um, Anna was spreading this rumor about her and uh, just saying it's not true and all this stuff. And Matt, of course, is like, you know, what the hell? That's not that's not okay. She's lying about you. And the thing that they the thing that they keep saying over and over is that, oh, this could ruin my life. This could ruin my my life. And which I understand, like, if, if it's not true and it's a lie that you you don't want people lying about you and spreading rumors, period. But I just hate that they kept going on and on about how if somebody was possibly an escort or a sex worker or whatever, yeah. that it would ruin their life. I was getting so annoyed at that. I'm like, okay, we get, we understand how you all feel yeah, about I was it. Like we don't waiting, need to hammer that I was in. waiting for either Matt or Brittany to say, first of all, if the rumor was true, it's not going to ruin anybody's life because it's my choice what I do. It's my choice if I want the profession I choose, whether it's according to your moral code or not. That's my choice and there's nothing wrong granted, with it. Granted, if you're going on a show on national television, you have to know that that's going to be something that people are probably going to find out about eventually, but it should be your choice when and how yeah. you disclose but that information. I, yeah, what I mean is either Matt or Brittany should say, look, first, first, I wish Matt had said that person. First of all, there's nothing wrong with, with that profession. And if somebody chooses to do it, that's their choice. And they have just as much right to find love in their lives as anybody else. Just to get started. Instead of, oh, something that can ruin your reputation. No, it's not something that can ruin your reputation. It's your choice. And if somebody chooses to judge you for that, that's their problem, not well, yours. And he was he was definitely more <laughs> focusing on the fact that somebody was lying and spreading rumors yeah. than what the actual rumor was. Which, no, but he did say it's a rumor that could ruin somebody's reputation. Well, but the, because that's what Katie told him. He didn't know what the rumor was. Oh, yeah, he did. No, when he addressed all the girls. Oh, I see. At I first, see. he did say that, oh, but I he see. he didn't know he hadn't talked to Brittany yet so he didn't know what it was that was going around because Katie was the one who said to him oh this could possibly ruin someone's life yeah no matter what it was not Anna's place I mean I still keep asking myself what did she hope to accomplish by doing that in front of all the other girls even if the girl even if the girl was whoever she was that even if she thought it was so scandalous it still doesn't make you look good when you address that when you're in front of national television. If it's such a huge issue to you, you should pull the girl aside and say, hey, I'm really having a hard time with this because I heard this and I think it's something Matt should know. Yeah, she was fully sh- talking shit about it with Victoria with cameras no, on her them. Purpose. And then talking about it with all the other girls. It's like you didn't give a shit about Britney or being concerned no, about no, why no, she no, was no. there. She or thought- even you didn't even give it you didn't even give a shit about your relationship with Matt. All you cared about was, oh, she's not here for the right reasons. I'm gonna out her and he's gonna love it and he's gonna thank me for No, she letting really me know, thought you know. that she was gonna shock everybody and it's gonna be such an expo and Britney was going to be sent home but it only make, made her look so immature so jealous so bad and so ridiculous like she she didn't gain anything by it no on the contrary she lost an opportunity of being his wife basically well I don't think she ever really wanted to be his wife in the first place but she Maybe definitely not. could have stuck around a little bit longer but yeah but she left looking well, really hold bad on, we're not there yet yeah. so so he talks to Brittany, gets the lowdown, and, you know, he 
he seems like he's, you know, he really likes her and he's, you know, glad that they had the conversation. So then he comes back in the room and then grabs Anna and like you can almost like physically see like the sweat t- start to like pour out of her pores. Yeah, like no, she's, she knew. She's yeah, she's like a deer in headlights. Um so while she while they're like walking down this hallway to go in another room to talk, she is they show an interview with her and she says she says, oh, I made I made I just made an offhand an offhanded comment. Yeah, which was a lie. I was like an offhanded comment. You literally told Victoria in front of a camera that people were sending you messages about Britney and saying she's entertaining men for money and telling all the girls in the house she's an escort. That's not an offhanded comment. she, She asked her in front of all the girls, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, what Anna should have done at that point, the moment that Matt walked in the room and said, these are not the qualities I'm looking in her wife, if she had any sense left in her head, she would have said, hey, Matt, can I talk to you? Before he even took Brittany out of the room, and she would have said, you know what? You're right. I have a lot of growing to do. I need to go do some counseling, working on myself. I said these things. You don't even have to ask Brittany. I can tell you what I said. And I'm going to go home because I'm not ready to be a wife. That's what she should have done. But she didn't do that. Well, she sits down with Matt and she is panicking. Yeah. And, you know, he brings up. I don't remember exactly what he said to her. But then she starts saying she's like, you know what? I, I made a huge mistake. This was so wrong. I mean, I'm so disappointed in myself. This isn't me. Da, da, da. You know, she's like, she's owning up to it. But at the same time, it seems like she's desperately trying to manipulate, get him to decide to keep her there. If she really felt that way, like I said, she would have just removed herself immediately. And then she goes like, I'm like breaking out in a rash. I'm so sad. I'm like, oh, what, way to keep making it about you, bitch. He like, handled what is it, that comment? He handled it so beautifully, though. I just loved the way he handled He's like, well, yes, I have made mistakes that I regret. It. <clears throat> and then things that I wish I hadn't done and said and that I could take back. And, you know, I, I grew from it. So I'm not I'm not going to hold that over somebody's head forever. But it's my responsibility that your choices and the things you did have consequences and the consequences that you have to go. Yeah. And he just says, I can't see you being a part of this journey anymore. And is saying, you know, it's my responsibility to make sure all the girls feel safe and comfortable and, you know, you got to go. And she's trying so hard to squeeze out the tears. I'm like, there are no tears coming out of those eyes. I think she truly felt once she's in her interview in the car, she felt really embarrassed and she you finally know, actually up. I think she was thinking god damn it it took me so goddamn long to get this ponytail slicked back all the way with no flyaways and perfectly <laughs> flipped out at the ends just to go home that's why she's crying no I think she truly <laughs> felt embarrassed like I put myself in her shoes and it could have been anybody to make a mistake like that and afterwards you go oh shoot yeah, why well, did I say that or why did I do that and you truly feel embarrassed about yourself. You yeah, know? I, I totally. I mean, we all talk shit once in a while, but usually we try not to do it on national television. That was her mistake. But you know what? You know what he didn't do? He didn't go on Facebook and say, oh, let me blast this person for what she did. No, he handled it like a pro. Facebook. <laughs> Mature. 
Who uses Facebook anymore? I mean, yeah, whatever. Anyway. I thought I said MySpace for a second, but I did say Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Throwback. Um, Okay, so Anna's gone. Bye, bitch. Won't miss you. And then this is where we see Chelsea speaks up and asks the new girls. She's like, do you really think this environment is toxic? Because I don't think it is. And like before she can even finish her sentence, Victoria goes, I concur. I'm like, oh, bitch, you're next. Your head is on the chopping block next. <laughs> what was the girl said? And they're all, and this is when we see all wait, the girls. after Matt gave his little I know, speech that, I'm, wait, but after he said, wait, I just want to say one thing. This thing that no, I have I'm not going to say oh, okay, that. Okay, great. I was going to say, after he said, these are not the qualities that I'm looking in a wife. Oh, boy, their wheels were turning. They were like, Every one of them who was guilty was thinking, how do I get out of this one? So we start seeing all the girls completely sucking up to the new girls, the newer girls that are there and just like, oh, my God. So, like, you know, tell me more about you. And like, oh, my God, I'm oh, so yeah. sorry. And Victoria. And-, and Victoria, remember when the new girl walked in and she stole her crown and it was completely nasty to her. Yeah. She, you know, that was just me being funny and friendly. Right. That was just kidding. Yeah. And, and she then- was looking at her like. And then we see no. this was this was my favorite line of the whole episode is we see Serena C in an interview saying the kiss assery that is going on right now. <laughs> and we're all just like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the girl, the uh, the one that Victoria stole the crown, she goes, OK, she had like two or three days to apologize. And now she's giving some half-assed apology they are none of them are buying it and rightfully so and ryan is like uh yeah i think ryan was the one that was like they had they had a few days to bring it up and apologize for their behavior if they knew it was wrong why are they just now saying Uh something because they fucking got caught so uh victoria's bra is hanging out of her dress as usual but at least it's a nude colored bra so it kind of blends in with her dress and her outfit uh but it's still hanging out nonetheless just had to note that and then we see ryan which is one of the new girls talking to matt and basically just telling him what a dumb bitch victoria is i mean she didn't say (laughs) dumb bitch but she might as well have um, but no, I actually, I'm actually really liking Ryan. She seems, she speaks like very, like she's very concise and to the point and doesn't beat around the bush, uh, but she doesn't come off as like mean or malicious or anything like that at all. She did milk the situation a little bit though. Well, this is, this is when, when, when uh, Ryan is talking to Matt, she's telling him, you know, he's asking, you know, how have things been in the house, this and that. And he's like, well... You know, it's been difficult and I was talking to Victoria and uh, she called me a hoe because I'm a dancer and she starts crying and Matt is like, what? And so he's like, what? Matt, poor Matt. He's like, what the fuck is going on in this house when I'm not around? At this moment, he's thinking, I'm not going to find my wife here. Well, there's there's definitely a few girls that I feel like haven't really been involved in the drama. Yeah, but in his mind, he's like people that he wasn't even, you know, he never even thought it got to that level. And now he's like, holy cow. Yeah. So so as soon as Ryan gets done talking to Matt, Victoria immediately goes up to her and she's like, 
she not even like hey like how's it going so what'd you talk to matt about because she knew whoa yeah and she tells her she's like yeah well you know he asked me about this and that and i told him that you've said some things to me that haven't really been that great and this isn't i mean this isn't word for word but uh and and then and then Victoria says to her, I'm always playful, never malicious, and just starts telling Ryan about how fake she thinks she is. And she just storms off before Ryan's even finished talking. I was just like, how fucking rude. Like, you know, the point is hitting you on the... How, and how was that Victor- thing about missing the... Imagine the point, like, or wait, imagine walking right into the point and still missing it or something. Yeah. Anyway, so... Victoria walks away and she's starting to spiral. She goes, everything was literally fine. I'm so annoyed. I'm like, you're such a fucking whiner. Can you shut the fuck up? Honestly. Sorry. I'm getting, I'm getting hot right now. I love when she was like, literally, literally, I'm the only one that could be his wife. I'm like, bitch, you're not even ready to be Lucifer's wife, let alone (laughs) anybody else. She's oh like, my god! Literally, who wouldn't want me as a wife? I'm like, yes, literally, not nobody. even the devil. Literally, literally, nobody. Yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? Literally, nobody. Anyway. Oh yeah, I saw that. Uh, <laughs> so Victoria's spiraling, and now she goes and talks to Matt, and Matt accidentally <laughs> rats out Katie and says that Katie was the one who brought it up to him. And I was like, oh, no, Matt, you don't know what you just did. If you don't send Victoria home tonight, Katie's going to die because she's going to kill her. Yes. Um. So. Uh, and then Victoria. Oh, this is the best. They're going back and forth. And and uh, I, he said something and, and she goes, yeah, there's definitely some things I could work on. Oh, oh, it was about the comment about the varsity or like the OG cheers or whatever that she did. And she's like, yeah, I could definitely work on some things and whatever. Like she was probably thinking, oh, I'm skating on this one. He she didn't bring the hope thing. Right. And then <laughs> and then he goes, well, you know, I talked to Ryan and she said that you called her a hoe because she's a dancer. Oh, uh, and Victoria goes, a- oh, well, that was completely taken out of context. And Matt goes. So what context would calling someone a hoe be acceptable in? That and then was she the just, best line. I was thinking exactly the same thing. I know. I, was I like, said, boy, what? you really set yourself up for that one. Didn't and you? she's literally just sitting there like stroking her greasy hair. And I was just like, yeah, like, like nothing. The to best say. part is that he was like, he was going to start to, to have a conversation with her like he did with uh, Anna. And then he just put his head down like, this is not even worth. I mean, I'm throwing pearls into the swine. He literally, literally just gets up and walks away after she doesn't answer him. After yeah, he asks like, that. If you say that calling somebody a hoe was taking out of contest, like how do I? It's like trying to explain to a toddler. Yeah, he knew. He knew know? at that point that the conversation was completely yeah. pointless. Good pointless. for him. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, sorry, producers, but I am not keeping yeah, this he's bitch like, Listen, another I kept, day. I kept you around for five weeks. I did what you asked me to do. I cannot I take can't. it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm done. Get her out. And that's when she has a major fake meltdown. She's like, there's no way I'm the one making the house toxic. 
I bring everyone so much joy. I was like, everybody loves me. I was like, <laughs> girl, reality, you need to leave this show and go straight to a mental hospital because you're having delusions. No, you shouldn't say that because she is having delusions. No, she needs to go get some counseling for sure. She needs some sort of psychiatric attention. That's offensive to people that go to <laughs> mental hospital. That's very offensive. <laughs> No, but seriously, there's something, there's something like she needs help. That's not normal. No, she, I mean, first of all, I think she was paid to be who she was in the I, show. I, you know, I hope at least. I go back and forth because think about how many, I mean, think of the show you were just telling me about. How many fucking like wild ass people are there in this world that yeah. you really wouldn't have to pay to let them go make a fool of themselves on national that's television true. that's true you know what i'm saying i mean how many shows have i watched where yeah, you see like, people and yeah, you're just like she's not normal though because normal human beings like i said like you could tell that anna she truly felt embarrassed she was in that car like oh gosh i can't believe that i did that i just look so horrible but victoria has no i don't know no conscious maybe she's like a narcissist because narcissists are like that. They she's, do crap. Or she's like, just they like do her, disassociating yeah, or something. Yeah, that's how narcissists, they do crappy things. And you, the person that they've done it to, are like feeling the effect of that for days. And after they're done, the next minute, it's just like they don't even, she they also, moved on. She also, I've noticed that she literally has, oh my God, literally. now, I know, but but this is a, this is the correct way to use the word literally because she literally never has any expression on her face. No emotion, no expression. We see her cry once or twice, but even that doesn't have like. She's detached. Yeah. she. It's yeah. very, it's very weird. It's very, it's scary to watch, honestly. Yeah. She's, she gaslight everyone that tries oh to approach my God. her. Oh, it's Remember when she was saying, you owe me an apology. She's like, no, I don't owe you anything. So Chris Harrison comes into the room. Victoria is still spiraling somewhere. And Chris Harrison. Or she's pretending to. Oh, the thing that I like the most is when she sits down to talk to Matt she has a dress with a slit up to her navel and she sits down and throws her dress on the side and I'm thinking I hope you have underwear on. oh like, of course she does think, she's trying to show him her, yeah, her like, underwear let me just she's like it matches you. my it matches my nude bra yeah let me distract you with my vagina <laughs> so you don't call me me on my bullshit like, like no honey like it's not gonna work here. he didn't even look at it he was like, I can't even look at your face, let alone your vagina. For real. Yeah. So Chris Harrison comes in and says cocktail party is canceled, which is very fair. Um, and I feel like most of the girls at this point that haven't really been too involved in the drama are feeling pretty safe right now, especially after Anna just left. So they're like, well, there's one. Check her off the list. Yep. And well, MJ is still thinking that she got away with whatever she has been doing. Uh, yeah, so Vic. Oh, and then we see Victoria outside, like sitting on the ground, crying to producers and still calling all the girls names after she just said that she's not making the house toxic <laughs> and how she's such a joy to be around. She and she's calling everyone disgusting. I mean, that's why I'm saying and she's saying she's the only one with any brains. I'm like, girl, you are i don't even there's not even a word well, for hope, what she is i don't think she even when she watched the show back because i've been checking her instagram page and she's like oh haters are gonna hate and blah. i'm like you still oh, she, oh, you watch this whole show and you still don't see anything wrong with your 
Oh, behavior. and people, people in her comment section are like, yes, queen, we love you. Oh, my God, Victoria, you're so amazing. I'm like, people... How the fuck do people actually like her and support her in any way after watching? Well, I don't understand. She's entertaining. I give her that. Like she, if she, if it I wasn't guess, for her for five weeks, the show would have been pretty boring. Let's be honest. Okay, but not enough to follow her on Instagram oh, and be no. like commenting and hyping her up in her no. comment section. No. Absolutely not. No. Ew. Yeah, but typical behavior of a narcissist: blame everybody else. You never take take uh, responsibility for your actions you never accept uh, consequences and then you turn around and say oh it's not my fault it's everybody else's fault yeah I'm, typical i'm not toxic i bring everyone joy it's like uh no you're torturing everybody psychologically actually yeah the only people you think you bring joy to are the people that don't have the guts to stand up to you because they don't want to be bullied by you yeah so matt comes in and he doesn't say a damn word. He just picks up a rose and starts passing. He's like, I am so over this shit. So he starts passing out roses. MJ gets a rose. Oh, well, Brittany actually was the first was the first rose. It's like that was, was that was a move. A point, yeah, he yeah. was for sure trying to make a point. And then the second one to get a rose was Ryan, who was the other girl who had all the drama with Victoria. Yes. So that was I think that was Matt sending Victoria a message like, bitch, you ain't getting a rose tonight. Absolutely. So, and then we see MJ gets a rose, and I was like, no, but I'm sure she's not going to last long. And all her days are counted. So, Catalina, Mari, Lauren, and Victoria are the ones who end up getting sent home. Well, that's the thing, too. He has some amazing women there that have depth, maturity, that are exceptional. So, all the riffraffs got to go. Yeah. Well, especially with four new people coming in, he's got to start axing people. People yeah. start. And honestly, we're five all weeks in. People, people need to start going home. All the shitsters, they are not people. The shitsters, shit starters, whatever. Shit stirrers. Shitsters. Shitsters. <laughs> all the shitsters. <laughs> all the shitsters. We were not surprised by any of them. You know, we knew that, that yeah. they were going. Yeah. So. <laughs> Of course, Victoria. Honestly, I thought she would I thought she would leave with more of a bang, but she walks up to Matt. She's like, "I'm not giving you a hug." She's like, "Honestly, I feel sorry for you." And something about your wife She's is not here. So eh, whatever. Ridiculous. I was just like, he's just looking at her like, "Okay, can you go now?" He's like, "Your husband is not here, honey." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was a lot. But good yeah, riddance. I'm sorry, but I feel like the show will be plenty entertaining without her there. I'm I'm over her. Yeah, no, she's too much. <sighs> Man, that was. I will guarantee I feel like you that though was... that she's gonna be on Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, for God's sake, oh, I hope she's not. She's gonna be there. Trust me. She's not gonna last long in Bachelor in Paradise because who's gonna couple up with her? There's always some Bennett. Crazy oh my God, is. Bennett and Victoria. <gasps> I don't even know who Bennett is. Bennett? Which one is Mr. Bennett? Harvard. Oh, yes. He needs a Queen Victoria in his life. I don't know if he needs it. They'd be perfect. I don't know if he needs it. I <laughs> actually would be very terrified. You know what? If they do end up getting together, I hope they go live on an island, a secluded island somewhere where they can't 
spread their fuckery around to other people. <laughs> Hopefully they can reproduce. It. Oh, Lord. Okay, enough. I can't. I can't. I cannot think about Victoria and Bennett having babies. No, 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 no. I'll bet you should start having a British accent immediately. A British accent? Yeah. Just because she thinks she's Queen Victoria and oh. she's fancy. <laughs> That was like that girl that came on. I think she left night one. I don't even remember who. Oh, I think Colton yeah. season where she pretended Pretend. to be Australian. Oh, yeah. That was, was horrible. Like, this is so cringy. <laughs> what the fuck? Get sent I'm home night one. I'm surprised Victoria didn't do that, though. You really think she could? There's no <laughs> way she, she would have been able off. to pull it off. <laughs> She's like, literally. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't even know. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. That's for sure. I couldn't even do an English accent. <laughs> Like American accent, <laughs> let alone a British one. <laughs> la, la, la. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> Wait, give me. Oh I mean, God, you have you technically have an accent, but give me your best. Uh, give me your best Southern accent, y'all. How's it going, y'all? That, that was, was terrible. Good. No, it was terrible. <laughs> Give me your best. Welcome back now. That was pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Your glasses are fogging up. You okay? <laughs> Swine. Swine? No, that's later in the Wine. that's later in the episode where we see the swine. <laughs> okay. So, okay, give me your best French accent. Oh god. Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ho ho ho, ma chérie. <laughs> what? Merci beaucoup. You a man? A French? Why you didn't? <laughs> you didn't say I had to be a woman. That's for French accent, not a low bass. That, <laughs> that was Lumiere from uh, Beauty and the Beast. Okay, good. <laughs> That's your reference. That's even better. Okay. Next. <laughs> Why'd you have to pick French? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Give me one. your best uh, Hispanic accent. No. <laughs> okay. That feels like it's going Italian? a little Italian. That feels like it's going a little too far. Okay. Not trying to do any cultural appropriation okay, here. Okay. I mean, I guess French kind of. Anyway, <laughs> let's just quit while we're ahead. Why don't we? <laughs> You're the one to ask. Why did you have to give me the French accent? Okay, I give you another one. <laughs> now I'm like not politically correct. God, I don't know. Okay, Everyone move is, on. I just don't want anyone jumping down my throat. Okay. I don't think. What about a- your best Brazilian accent? Because I'm Brazilian, so go for it. Uh. Just imitate me. Uh, just imitate me. There you go. <laughs> My name's Larissa, and a kochi is a piece of shit. <laughs> that was good. Nine day fiance, babe. Yeah, did you get the reference? <laughs> I did. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> this is going to be the oh longest God. recap we've done so far. I'm sweating. I like you when you drink wine and come on the show. Oh, yeah, it's me better. too. <laughs> I like me better, too. The jokes are flowing. Okay. So next we see Serena P. reading a date card, and it is a date for Rachel. One-on-one date. 
uh, Rachel gets picked up by a fancy butler man who we don't know his name, but she comes and gets picked up by this guy in a fancy car. She pulls up and her and Matt are matching already. How adorable. And Matt just keeps saying, I want to spoil you today. Da, 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 da. And she's like, yes, Zaddy. Everyone's concerned about Brittany having a sugar daddy when really Matt is the sugar daddy of all. True. <laughs> I mean, the show's paying for this date, but whatever. Anyway, so um, we can definitely tell that Matt is very into Rachel right off the bat. But at the same time, Matt seems to be in love with everybody this this week. I know. He's like, Oprah, you get an I love you. You get an I love you. And you get an I love you. Everybody gets an I love you. I know. <laughs> except, for, like, except for Kit. <laughs> Rip. Uh. <laughs> We'll get there later. Uh, So she gets, you know, the coveted shopping date where they basically go and get to try on all these clothes. And then they say, oh, surprise, you get to take home all this shit. And the cherry, the red bottom cherry on top is that she gets a fucking pair of strappy nude Louboutin heels, which those shoes probably easily cost. I mean, even at a even at like a discount uh, outlet, you can get a pair of Louboutin heels for like eight hundred dollars. So I'm sure those heels probably she'll cost probably at least two grand. Yeah, should be selling that on eBay. Oh, I would. Are you kidding me? Also, I always wonder. In a heartbeat, are those shoes even comfortable? Probably not. I wouldn't buy it. No, no. Are you? <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy it if they were the most comfortable not, shoes on the planet. If it's not Birkenstock, I'm not buying. It. Birkenstocks only. Doctor Scholl's only for me, baby. Same. I got plantar fasciitis, bitch. <laughs> so. I mean, the date was the day poor. Oh, my God. I can't talk. The day portion of their date where they're doing the whole shopping thing was pretty boring. Nothing really to report. Uh, You know, she's cute. Whatever. I'm kind of sus about Rachel, though. Uh, I don't hate her. I don't think she's in his level. I don't hate her, but I'm also, I don't know. She won't be able to keep up with him intellectually, I don't think. Yeah. Is that a bad thing to say? I mean, I mean, I can't keep up with him intellectually either, but I just feel like we haven't really gotten to know her a whole lot. And the only thing I the only thing I quote unquote know about her are these rumors floating around that, you know, that she is a conservative and she's, you know, has done some she's, racist shit. She's and very sweet and very pretty, which you can only, you and know, very humble. There's no way to know all that stuff for sure. But I don't know something I, I think. I think we just haven't seen a whole lot of her and, and th- how advanced it seems that their relationship or their connection is. I'm like, where I is mean, this? She's what gorgeous. are we not? What you are know, we not, men think with their dick. Can you let so. me finish my sentence before you start talking yes. over me? Um, are you going to finish it? <laughs> this is my show. Anyway. Put that finger away. Put that thing back where it came from or so help me. Anyone remember from a few episodes ago? No? Okay. Uh, So, anyway, what I was saying is that I just feel like we haven't really seen their connection or their relationship develop. So, all of a sudden, when they're all, like, super into each other, I'm like, where is this coming? Is this just because she's pretty? Like, is there something that we don't know? Something is something seems sus to me. You know what it is, and maybe I'm paranoid, and maybe I'm overanalyzing. Okay, I, but I know what it is. Okay, I tell mean, me. She's definitely drop dead gorgeous for one, 
But man loves mystery. Just be, he even said, I love how you're not the first one to come and jump on me. You're always on the background. So there's a mystery to her. But it's probably because she's just, well, she did say she wasn't as sure of herself. Okay, well, we're so not. So right now, that's attractive yeah. for him. He's like, oh, she's mysterious. I want to get to know her. And she's gorgeous, of course. But once he gets to know her, I don't know if they're really on the same level. You know? Yeah. Well, before we get to the night portion of Rachel's one-on-one date, uh, she walks. She goes back to the house and she's carrying like 20 shopping bags. And I'm like, do those shopping bags actually have anything in them? Because there's no way you would be able to carry that many bags at one time yeah, if also, they were full of stuff. Also, she just left them laying, sitting on the floor and went to get ready. I'm like... Are you kidding me? If there was stuff in those bags, would you leave it? Or- those bitches would start digging into those bags and stealing stuff. I wouldn't trust them. I mean, I don't think they would do that because there's cameras on them. But it was definitely, I mean, 100% the producers were like, okay, so you're going to walk in. You're going to make sure you set all these bags down. Make sure they see that the bottom of your shoes are red. And then you can go get ready for the night yeah. portion of your date. Yeah. Before she starts getting ready, Mr. Butler man comes back in with a huge blue box, which has her dress in that she's supposed to wear for the night. And I made a note that if the Bachelor franchise ever accepts anyone on the show who is not straight size, and if, you know, by some miracle I ever got chosen to be on the show, uh, a shopping date would be my absolute fucking nightmare because can you imagine or like any date where you have to go and like the group dates where you have to go pick out a wedding dress and like they are not thinking about the fact that other people in other sizes exist I hate shopping in the first place uh so the whole time I was like this is my nightmare this would be my nightmare and then having to do it in front of the guy you have a crush on absolutely not anyway good side point. note uh so you would just say hey can we just shop on Amazon please <laughs> Amazon no. that'll be me <laughs> yeah anyway that's just a made-up scenario that would probably never happen Definitely. because god forbid the bachelor franchise ever let anyone on the show who's above size four besides uh, just think about this if you were in the bachelor would you really want to bring the bachelor to meet me <laughs> absolutely our family would make excellent tv are you we kidding could have our own show after that watch them the only thing would be like uh they'd be like so like what's the deal with your family like i, I, I hear you have a brother where is he and i'd be like i feel like oh no Ugh. you went there <laughs> see i'm telling you pick me for the show i got the drama i got the i got the, the juicy scoop <laughs> no comment on that one anyway so we, we get to the night portion of their date. Rachel looks stunning, whatever. Honestly, beautiful people like that are just boring to me. I'm like, have something to your personality. You can't just be beautiful and have nothing else going on. That's what I mean. I think that, you know, if he spent a whole week with her, he'll be going, uh... That sounded bad. I didn't mean to say, like, beautiful people are boring. I just mean, <laughs> you can tell... You can tell... Beauty is very subjective. When, yes. You can tell when a conventionally, societally you know, attractive person who has been attractive their entire life, you know, to in society, in society standards that they've never had to, to do anything else to be accepted by other people. And they rely and on they that. rely on yeah. it. That's and a good point. I feel That's like valid. she's not a, she's not a mean person. She doesn't see, she's not a bad person, but I definitely get the vibe that she has always been stunning and that, 
you know, well, she's, like, like she has, you said, she has pretty privilege. You know, she's a thin, white, beautiful. Like you woman. said, all she has to do is stand in the back of the room and his eyes immediately go to her. He even said that. Yeah. And they're all all the women are stunning on the mm. show. All of them are, no <laughs> matter kidding. what you think about them. But there's definitely, a, I feel like there's definitely a few where they fit that mold of, of what is conventionally and societally ex- acceptable and held at like the, the highest standard. Yeah. And she fits into that category, in my opinion. Um, and yeah, it definitely seems like she hasn't really developed much of a personality because of it yeah but it's simple that can only can get you so far granted we're only seeing so much so that could be an unfair thing to say but i'm not i'm not trying to be rude i'm just making an observation and giving my opinion based on what we've seen of her i agree so anyway they're sitting there talking and she's, you know, acting all shy and giggly or whatever. And she's saying, oh, you're out of my league. And she starts telling him. <laughs> I don't think he is. No, just kidding. Um, but she starts saying, yeah, this is the part that was so hilarious. Well, she's like, I mean, when I say he's out of her league, he's very confident. He definitely knows who he is and he definitely knows what he's looking for. And I don't think she has some of those qualities. You know, I don't think she really knows who she is yet. Yeah, he's definitely, he's enticed by her face, basically. Yeah. So, which men are stupid. So, whatever. Not surprised. Well, not all men. Let's not generalize. Well, most most men are stupid. So, (laughs) men are trash and I stand by it. (laughs) So, we'll agree to disagree. Oh, come on. It's just a joke. I mean, it's not a joke. Of course, there's a few good ones, but I haven't met them. Um. True. <laughs> I also agree with that. <laughs> I can't agree with that. I've been witness to that. Holy vey. So Rachel's telling Matt, this is the part that was hilarious to me. And she's telling Matt that she's, you know, she struggles with being confident. Hold on. She's unsure of herself and blah, blah, blah. And Matt goes, you know, my favorite thing about you is that you're just so sure of yourself. And, you know, you're, you're confident enough in yourself to not be the first one that's running up to me. But I always notice you. I'm like, she literally just told you that she's insecure. And you're listening. I was like, what the what i mean he's so distracted by her beauty that he's not even paying attention to her words but can i just say something when you said all men are trash shout out to steve of lisa he is awesome i just thought of one man oh my god okay listen i love steve (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't know this but i follow him on instagram i mean he he knows that i know (laughs) no but i'm always checking his stories and his stuff out he doesn't post that much but i know he's like me a a lurker (laughs) a lurker (laughs) but i think he's just awesome so well lisa is for sure listening to this so i'm sure she'll tell him for you I heart you, Steve. <laughs> of course, there's good men that exist in the world. Come, I'm being funny, okay? But back to the prophecy. So then, here. basically, like, let's not waste any time here. <laughs> he was this. I mean, we were right. He was so distracted by her face that he didn't even pay attention to her words. Pretty much. Yeah. So basically, Rachel tells Matt that she's already falling in love with him and he fucking reciprocates and says he's falling in love with her, too. And I said, excuse me, knock, knock. Anybody home? It's week five. What do you who do you think you are? Clarendale 2.0? 
But he said no. that to every girl he goes on a date with. Okay, that's an exaggeration. He fully told Rachel, I'm falling in love with you as well. Like, boy. Yeah. You should have done some research. But you know what it was? Last week, Ben Higgins was on the show giving him advice. I bet you he whispered in his ear, tell all the girls you're falling in love with him because that's what he did on his season. Probably. Okay, not all the girls, only two, but still. Ben Ben Higgins, I think, was the first one, first lead to tell more than one person that he was in love with them. Yeah, and then after that, everybody started doing it. Right. Now they're doing it in week five? I'm like, the fuck? We're not even halfway through the show yet. Wait, how many weeks is the show? Um, I think it's usually like somewhere between tw- 10 and 12. Well, just maybe depending. they thought, well, we're in the middle of a pandemic. So should we not make to the end of the show? I want you to know that I love you. I don't know. But I was just like, come on. Hold some of your cards a little closer to your chest, for God's sake. Make it interesting for us. He was having a hard time holding his card in his pants. Okay. That's enough. Okay. So... Obviously, Rachel gets her one-on-one rose, and then fast forward, it's time for the group date, and they w- they walk up, and they're at this farm, and Serena C goes, oh, they're shoveling stuff. <laughs> or maybe it was Serena P. I don't know. Someone was like, oh, they're shoveling stuff. I'm like, yeah, they're sh- shoveling shit. That's what you're about to be doing in your cute little outfit that you probably didn't know you are going to be walking around in the mud in. Uh, so MJ, you know, is saying that she's going to be the star of this date. She's not going to be holding back. She's going to jump right (laughs) in all this stuff. And, you know, they're doing these like farm activities. And let me just make note that this was like one of the worst group dates I've ever seen. It was just, (laughs) it was really weird and it seemed really pointless. And there wasn't really. MJ thought this was a competition for the best farmer. And I love how he said, well, this is not about who's the best farmer. They were like, well, you know, we're in a pandemic and we're staying on this massive resort that we've rented out and told everyone that they couldn't stay at. And the groundskeepers are needing some help um, keeping the stalls clean for the fresh bacon. So for our group date, we're going to go and help them clean because we don't have anything else we can do. And we're running out of ideas. The creative team is really slacking. So anyway, uh, the farmer who... Is he a farmer or is he someone they hired? I don't know. But (laughs) he brings out this goat and he's like, this is Frenchie and you guys are going to milk Frenchie. And MJ like shoves everyone out of the way. She's like, I'll milk the goat. And she like tries to go milk the goat. And the goat is not having it. And the farmer straight up. This was my favorite. The farmer straight up was like, Frenchie doesn't like you. I was like, we don't either. Frenchie has good intuition. Must be a Pisces. So then Matt and MJ, like they're showing the the girls. MJ's trying to like chase a chicken or get some eggs or something. And she's acting like she's afraid of the chicken. I'm like, it's a it's fucking poultry. Like, calm down. And then Matt's like, are you good? Like, eh, whatever. And they start kind of like being playful and chasing each other. Well, Matt, six foot five Matt, starts booking it like he's in a hundred meter dash race and leaves MJ in, in the dust. He had enough with her by then. He like ran into this bar, ran through the barn. And then we see Piper. She's literally having an interview with production. And he just interrupts her interview and starts making out with her. Yeah, that was awesome. I was like, okay, Matt is clearly on one today. I mean, I liked it. If I was Piper, I'd be like, hell yeah. 
and, and that's then, exactly what she did <laughs> yeah and then and well then mj sees it and she starts like fuming and i was like oh my god this he is was trying to get away from her this is so chaotic so um yeah not really a whole lot to say about the day portion of the group date we just see them shoveling shit a couple of the girls are talking about how they're starting to kind of you know they're not liking seeing him with other girls and you know they're they have connections with him how that one girl said oh my grandparents have a farm but i've never been there that's really cute oh that was abigail she's like she goes she goes yeah my grandparents have a farm i've never been there but now i know what they go through oh i know i was was like like, what (laughs) what they go through what (laughs) i guess also your grandparents have a farm and you've never been to it you don't yeah, go see you your grandparents? that a little bit? I know. I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> you can expand on that conversation. So we see the night portion of the group date. And um, f- Matt grabs Chelsea first. And basically just gives her some reassurance and says he's happy she's there. And, uh, you know, she's talking about how she feels awkward around boys. and But she's, you know, warming up to him. And I thought it was really cute. I love Chelsea. She's still one of my favorites. Um, and then after that, we see Matt talking to Abigail. And Abigail's saying how she has this fear that uh, if they end up together or whoever she ends up with, that there's a very high possibility that her children could also be deaf and starts telling Matt about how her biological dad walked out on their family after her and her sister got their cochlear implants and how that has like really affected her. And I was like, Oh my God, like this is deep. Um, and of course, you know, Matt is saying, you know, like he, you know, he has an absent father as well. So he kind of gets that. Um, and they, you know, and he just kind of, you know, says to her, like, you know, I would never do something like that. I don't remember exactly what he said, but he basically just like was like, hey, you know, thank you for sharing that with me and being vulnerable. And and yeah, um, I just feel like I feel like even though we haven't like Abigail hasn't had a one on date, you know, we don't see a whole lot of her other than like these little group date conversations or like cocktail part conversations. But even still, I feel like she really makes the most of her time with Matt. Yeah, she and does. she has a lot of depth to her. Um, I, I, yeah, I really, I really like her. I like seeing her on the screen. So, um, then he has a conversation with MJ and she basically, conf- he, she, he confronts MJ and says, you know, some of the girls have, you know, I've had some, com- had some conversations and some of the girls are saying that you're, you've been kind of an antagonist and this and that. And MJ goes, I lead by example. I, I preach peace and harmony. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Da, da, da. I'm just like, uh, since when, bitch? I was like, you preach peace and harmony. I haven't seen you walking around going like, hey, everybody, let's just all get along. Let's peace and harmony for all. It's like I haven't heard those words come out of your mouth one time. So she definitely lives by example. It's just a poor example. uh, (laughs) Right. Exactly. So MJ comes out of her time with Matt and she's pissed and she sits down and 
she's like, so I just had a conversation with Matt and he mentioned that somebody's calling me an antagonist and that's a really strong accusation to make. And, you know, she goes, floors open. Like anybody want to, anybody want to talk, you know? Yeah. She's so approachable. I mean, I imagine why nobody would want to talk to her. I roll. Sarcasm. Yeah. So, so, okay. Is her name Yesenia or Yesenia? I don't know. I heard it said both ways in the episode, and now I'm, like, questioning everything. I'm like, is it Jesenia or Yesenia? I don't know. Um, anyway, she speaks up, and she's like, yeah, I mentioned to Matt that you have been, you know, doing this and that. And she's just... I love her. Every time she talks to anyone, she's so, like, well-spoken and poised. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't... She's not a hothead. She really comes out with... You know, she really has these not jabs, but like, you know, she she makes a point very clearly. Yes. And without getting like hyper emotional and defensive and crazy, uh, she has a really good hold on her emotions, basically. Uh, She regulates her emotions. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. So MJ starts getting wild and defensive and, you know, she's saying She's being so aggressive. She's like, I, I, I lead by example. And Yesenia's like, Yesenia, Yesenia, that's going to bug me. She's like, yeah, that's the, that's the comment that I'm having a problem with is that you're saying you're leading by example, but your example is bad. Your actions are not good. So like, what what are you talking about? And I'm getting... I'm getting flashbacks to Victoria now with the way that MJ is acting. Oh, she's demanding an apology from her. Oh, my God. And then Katie, you know, pipes up and she's like, you know, I feel like you're kind of projecting a little bit right now. And MJ's literally just talking over. She's talking over everyone. She's acting crazy. And I was like, oh, no, here we go. So Matt comes back and Abigail gets the group date rose. Good for her. And it's time for another date card. Kit gets a one-on-one date, which kind of, it surprised me. But at the, at the same time, I feel like a lot of times the leads will use one-on-one dates for people that they are not sure about to figure out if they want to keep them around longer or not, maybe. I don't think so. No? I think that when they go on a one, I mean, they have so few one-one on date. I don't think they would waste on somebody that they're not sure if they want there. Yeah. When there's so many people, they're already pretty sure they want But there. also, I saw on Instagram that Sean Lowe was kind of, sp- he's a past, uh, past bachelor, uh, was kind of spilling the tea a little bit that basically the producers pick all the one-on-one dates. Like the lead has really? no say in it. Oh, so I don't know if that's still well, true that or sucks. not because his season was a long time ago. But I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. That would make sense why he went on a date with her because I haven't seen him really being to her. Yeah, but she also got a very lackluster date. So <laughs> it's funny, though, because after her one on one date with him, I felt like I got to know her a little better. And this idea that I had of her was very wrong. I had a preconceived idea of her that she was very shallow because she's a fashionista from New York or whatever. I don't know. But after her one-on-one date, I felt completely different about her. I was feeling that way too until today. I saw some of her content on TikTok and I was like, never mind. 
Oh, okay. I don't think she's a bad, like, I don't, I'm kind of indifferent about Kit for the most part. She's just young. Yeah. And she has grown up with a lot of of wealth and privilege. And I mean, I don't know her life, but it seems like she had a pretty cushy upbringing and she's just really young. I'm like, I don't believe that she's anywhere near ready to settle down and get married. Like, no. She needs to have her hoe years. She needs to go party. She needs to get it out of her system. I'm like, there's no fucking way a 21-year-old... Okay, you see, Victoria could have used that. That's one context for saying hoe. It's acceptable. If you're talking about yourself, (laughs) not if you're talking about other people. Yeah, but you just said she needs to go have her hoe years. Yeah, but I'm not calling her a hoe. I'm saying that. That's what I mean. That's one context. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. But okay, Victoria, hot tip for you next time. The only like, yeah, okay, whatever. But that's not like directly like you're a hoe because you're a dancer. Like that's different. Um, But anyway, (laughs) so saying he asked her what context would be except, you know, when somebody needs to go have their whole years. (laughs) It's true. We all need to do it. Um, so anyway, their date is... Should I go have my whole years? I never had them. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I didn't. Okay, just kidding. That's not what I've heard. <laughs> I mean, you did meet dad pretty young, so probably not as intense as what mine were, but... Sure. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so their one-on-one date is basically just them hanging out at his house They bake cookies and she's all, you know, smitten because she's like, oh, I told Matt how much it means to me to be in the kitchen and cooking with my mom in the kitchen is my happy place and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. This is so boring. And then she out of nowhere tells him she's falling in love with him. I'm like, oh, God, he doesn't reciprocate, but he does give her a rose. And that seems to be all the reassurance that she needs in that moment. So good for them, I guess. Um, is there anything else about that date that stood no. out for you? No. Nothing. Yeah. Kind of boring. Uh, so then it's time for another cocktail party uh, and before the cocktail party there's another date card for Jasenia Yasenia and that's Jasenia slash Yasenia because I don't know how to say her name because I, they've said it both ways anyway and MJ and it says uh basically meet me uh meet me at the cocktail party before the other girls arrive and MJ oh, boy, that MJ was... is such a bitch. She's like, big hoops, big hair, big attitude. You want to see me fight? Get your popcorn. I'm like, you're... Oh, that's, that's a ugly. very mature attitude. That's After so ugly. he said, those are not the qualities he's looking in a wife. I'm like... And you just gave it all to I'm us. Like, what is yeah. wrong with you? Even... That's what I... That's what I think. Things like that. Of course... Like I said, I've said many times before, you know, producers can make things look however they want. They can cut things. They can paste things, whatever. But saying those words, it's like in any context, it's like what what could possibly be a way where that would be considered not mean? What and happened bitchy? to preaching peace and harmony <laughs> she's, and living by example? She's literally just gaslighting the shit out of everyone she's acting like a complete bitch and then she's like i just i preach peace and harmony i don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about i'm like 
What? What about bringing the popcorn for the war that you're I know, about I'm to just like, start? You and Victoria need to go. Maybe you can split the cost and go do group counseling because you both need it. You're both wild. You're wild and out. And I don't like it. So they show up there. MJ is pissed and she's scary. If I was sitting across from MJ in that moment, I don't think I would have been so calm like Jasenia was because... She no, but looks she, terrifying. She got under Jasenia's skin, which was a mistake. She should have just sat there and not said a word and just let her go well, on and first, on and on. At first, she kind of did. MJ was going on and on. And then she and then Yesenia looks at her and she goes, are you done? I know, but she <laughs> got like, under Ooh. her skin. She shouldn't yeah. have allowed her to yeah, do that. Yeah, eventually it kind of got to the point where they were talking over each other. And I still felt like she kept her cool pretty well. <laughs> she goes... Okay, you say you live by example, but you are one way when you're with him. No, no, no. She goes, she goes, MJ goes, you don't even know me. And she goes, and Yusenia goes, you're right. I don't know you because I've seen three sides of you. How you are in front of Matt, how you are in the house, and how you are when the camera's on you. And she goes, which one? Yeah, which one is it? I was like, oh, shit. And that's when she started raising her voice. And start, and that's where she went downhill. I thought she should have just sat there and let her unravel yeah, all on her, her own. And not say the word. So, of course, that's the cliffhanger that we're left on. Um, we see Matt walk into the room. And well, by the time he walked in the room, he probably as he was coming to walk in the room, he could probably hear them arguing. Oh, I'm sure. Which doesn't never look good good. for them. Yeah. Yeah. So they leave us on a cliffhanger and they show us a little preview for next week. And we see that Heather from Colton season is apparently showing up, which I was thinking about this, that Heather is best friends with Hannah Brown. And Hannah Brown is good friends with Tyler Cameron and Matt James. So I bet Heather probably knows Matt from being associated with Hannah. Like, I wonder if they've hung out before in, like, group settings or whatever. And maybe that's why she's coming on the show. Because at first, when we, we heard... Do we know if she's coming in the show, though? I mean, that's what it made it look like. Because when we first heard about her possibly coming on the show, I was like, that is so random. But then when I started thinking about like, oh, yeah, duh, she's friends with Hannah Brown. And like Hannah Brown was basically quarantining with Tyler and Matt in that house for how however long. And she's best friends with her. So I'm. it'll be interesting to see if she actually is coming in to stay or if it'll be a situation where she says, oh, like I want to I'm I'm. I have a crush on you. I want to be in the house, whatever. And like, maybe he'll say, you know what? I appreciate you coming here, but you know, I'm building connections with all these other women and it wouldn't be fair to them to keep bringing new people in. Who knows? We'll see. But um, yeah, so next week we'll get to see the outcome of this random kind of seemingly forced two on one date between it's not even a date. It's just a it's just a, a scolding is probably what it's well, going to be. Well, MJ is definitely going to go because she can't keep her composure and she cannot make a coherent sentence. And the other girl well, is Well, after like the week Matt well had composed. with Anna, dealing with Anna and Victoria and all of that, I don't think he's going to have any patience for no. any more bullshit. So. No, this should have been squashed already. By now, this should have been over. She should have taken responsibility, apologized, did some kiss-assery like the other girl said. <laughs> It, you know, but here she still is. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah. So we'll see what happens and uh, we'll see what, what the situation is with Heather. Well, excuse me while I go watch some more cheapskate. Oh, God. I'm scared. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, if you have not followed along on the Instagrams yet, go ahead and do that. It's always linked in the episode description. Uh, I hope everyone has a fabulous weekend. And yeah, we'll chat next Friday. TGIF. Bye.